Welp, the mad lad did it. Harris Heller officially moved from Twitch over to YouTube. And now I know what you're thinking. Should you move your stream to YouTube too? That's what we're going to be talking about in today's episode of the Stream Coach Podcast. Let's get it, baby. All right, what's up, everyone? Welcome back to the Stream Coach Podcast. Before we jump into our topic for today, just a couple of quick little house cleaning things for you. Um, Stream Coach Academy is open for applications. If you would like to apply to our six week coaching program, you can do that by going to streamcoachacademy.com. That website will have all the information that you need to know about the program and maybe even more information than you actually asked for. It's kind of a huge website, but (laughs) you can go check it out over there. Um, And if you have any questions, don't hesitate to reach out to us at streamcoachtv at gmail.com. Now, that being said, that application is in the future going to be hosted on our new website. So I have been working for the last couple of weeks on getting a website up for StreamCoach that is better than our normal streamcoach.tv site. That one's super old. It's a very basic website that I set up, uh, gosh, I think it was like a year and a half ago, (laughs) and it is not cute. So uh, I've been working on building a site the past couple of weeks to kind of level us up. Um, We have not focused a ton on the exterior or like external marketing of what we do the past year almost year and a half since StreamCoach has existed, we've been focused on product development. So making sure that our students are happy, making sure that we are uh, creating an experience that is super helpful for people and really focusing on quality control before we build a ton of marketing and advertising to bring people into our program. We want to know that it's actually good and helpful. So that's what we have been spending our time on. But Now you're going to start seeing some changes over the next few months um, in terms of marketing and advertising for StreamCoach. So our new website is going to be up soon. That's also going to include three new blog posts filled with information we've never really talked about before here. You can also go over there to hire a StreamCoach or if you would like to uh, sign up for StreamCoach Academy or get uh, the ebook. So all of that stuff is going to be housed on the same website now as opposed to it being different websites all over the place, just like single landing pages, which is really nice. Um, Now streamcoachbook.com, streamcoachacademy.com, all of the websites that I usually refer you all to are all going to send you to a specific page on our new full fleshed out totally like legit website. So I'm really excited for that. I think that y'all are really going to love it. You'll get additional content and stuff once that comes out. So I'm super, super pumped about it. But let's talk about YouTube, right? It is time for us to get into our topic for the day. So I believe it was last weekend or early this past week, which was April, about April 11th, I want to say Harris um, announced that he was going to be moving his Twitch stream from Twitch over to YouTube. 
and he made a couple of YouTube videos about this, one on the main Alpha Gaming channel, one on his Harris Heller channel. The Alpha Gaming channel was um, him just kind of outlining why he felt YouTube was a better choice for his brand, and then the Harris Heller channel, which is where he goes live, is uh, a video of him outlining, it's like this beautiful storytelling video where he basically says, you know, I'm, I'm burning my boats and I'm not giving myself a, a way back. So if streaming on YouTube doesn't work out, then, you know, I can't just go back to Twitch because his partnership is gone now. So there's a, a difference between these two videos. The first video is targeted f towards a streaming audience of people who uh, they don't really care about the emotion as much. Like they just want the the facts, the tips, the the strategy, and then that's about it. But the Harris Heller channel video is one that is much more focused on storytelling, um, and I believe this to be because you know Harris has this this name recognition now, he's able to get into more personal storytelling kind of content and people will actually be interested in that versus, um, you know, just the alpha gaming content, building up that, that audience wasn't necessarily done by Harris talking about himself. He was mainly looking to help other people through educational YouTube videos, right? So there's a bit of a difference between the announcements, which was really interesting. Then he also had his first few streams over on YouTube, and they went pretty well. The first stream, I believe he doubled his viewership. Uh, overall, I think he's really happy. And believe it or not, it's really funny that he announced this this week because I have been talking to y'all in the streams. Um, about moving over and trying to stream on YouTube as well. So I also streamed on YouTube for the very first time this past Thursday. So I'm going to be going live on YouTube every Thursday at 12 central time. And I am also finding that YouTube is really fun. It is very, very fun to go live on YouTube compared to Twitch. Now there are a few different reasons for that I can get into uh, here in a minute, but essentially you need to know that uh, I'm having a good time, I guess. <laughs> it's been really interesting to try out another platform. I do feel that, um, it's a bit easier to grow over on YouTube. I think it's going to be easier to grow a YouTube live stream than it is to grow a Twitch live stream. And a big part of that is something that we've talked about a lot in the past, which is discoverability. This is something I've been talking about for like three years, and this still hasn't changed. So this shows you how important thinking about discoverability is for your content. On Twitch, there isn't a ton that you can do to improve your discoverability aside from traditional networking strategies, trying to get to know people inside of your space, uh, being friends with as many people as possible, and just hoping that they host a radio. And I'm not a huge fan of this growth strategy, mainly because whenever you rely on someone else's audience to grow your own, you're not really growing your own audience. You end up losing a lot of your viewers whenever that original person goes live. And so it's almost like you just are creating this Frankenstein monster of an audience based off of like an arm from this friend, a leg from this friend, but it's not really your own. And 
that sucks. Like you want to create your own audience if you really want people to show up for you consistently. And so the way that you do this is, in my opinion, the the most effective way is building a YouTube channel, creating content on other platforms, and trying to solve problems for a specific group of people, um, which Harris and myself have both done by creating YouTube channels to help streamers. And the the time or that using networking using that strategy to grow on twitch is still viable a lot of people still do this but i find that if you partner live streaming on youtube with creating content for a specific audience it's a lot easier to grow your own audience as opposed to creating your own you're creating a, a frankenstein monster of an audience and the reason that i feel that um it's so easy is because YouTube is a platform that myself and other educators are already recommending that streamers get on. And so if you're streaming one day a week over on YouTube, which is a super normal amount of time for people to live stream on YouTube, it does not have the culture of having to stream four or five or six days a week, which is super nice. You go live one day a week on YouTube, you can literally tell people right there, hey, subscribe to my YouTube channel, go set a reminder for this new video that's coming out, etc. Go comment on this video, and they're more likely to follow through because they don't have to go to an entirely new platform in order to follow through on the things that you say. So that's really nice. It reduces the friction for your viewers. It means that your CTAs are, are going to have better uh, conversion rates. It means that you as a streamer are just overall more effective, especially because YouTube has figured out discoverability in the way that Twitch hasn't. So as I said, the only way to be discovered on Twitch is through raids or hosts. There is a system for recommendations, um, which they're playing around with, which is fine. There's also search, so there's a bit of a searchability um, factor, but there's really not a huge system like there is over on YouTube. I mean, you've got search, suggested, you can get on the homepage, there's recommendations all over the place. You can get YouTube to put you in front of thousands and thousands of people even whenever you're not live or you're sleeping and you can still be making money through AdSense revenue in order to sustain your content and make improvements. And that alone is a huge, huge, huge reason that uh, Harris has moved over and of course I've been experimenting with YouTube as well. So that's something that you might want to think about for the future, just long term of your content. Another thing that I've been really enjoying is I have really struggled with figuring out how to create a, this feeling of community over on YouTube. It's really easy to do that on Twitch because the only kind of content that you can create on Twitch is live content. You have to be streaming in order to uh, have an active presence on Twitch and it's easy to create that community feeling with this trust and um uh, this trust development tool, which is usually what I call streaming. It's a trust development tool. It's there to uh, develop this level of intimacy between you and your audience, and it's there to build trust between you and them. So whenever that is the only tool available to you on a platform, it is very easy to see how simple it can be to develop a community. And also in the past, Twitch has been all about the community side that was really their uh, their unique selling proposition or their market differentiator for a while was that 
Twitch was all about community. They used that uh, community messaging in all of their advertisements, in their their social media. You see it everywhere. So they have this massive focus on community that no other social media platform really has ever had. And that's been another reason why community on Twitch is so easy to cultivate because the platforms from day one, since anyone has found it, has been all about community. So the expectation was set. But community can happen anywhere. And community is incredibly powerful if you can do it on YouTube. Because that is a community that sustains itself. What happens when you have a community on YouTube is you have this group of people that can't wait for you to release a video so they get to see you again. So they get to talk to everybody else in the comments again. And that has been really difficult, in my opinion, to to create in the past because all I've made is YouTube videos. It is a completely different ballgame trying to cultivate community when you're doing it through produced content versus when you're doing it through live streams. So the fact that I've added one day a week of live streaming to my YouTube content is really helping me create that sense of community, which should tie people into the YouTube videos more. We should see a jump in viewership sentiment and just, you know, overall watch time and everything else. Stats should improve as a result of me going live on YouTube, which is really nice. Um, it also just was really exciting to switch it up, I'll be honest. After being on Twitch for eight years, I'm kind of ready to try something new. Now, there's a couple of things here. So one, should you move to YouTube if you are a small streamer? And two, what about my Twitch partnership? Okay, so let's talk about my partnership first, and then we'll talk about what you should do. So. I am partnered on Twitch. It took a long time for that to happen. I got partnered May 23rd. No, actually, sorry. I got partnered in September of 2018. And September of 2018 was around, oh geez, I want to say around five years of me being on the platform. So I've been partnered for two and a half, almost three years. And partnership was really a huge moment for me because I had been on Twitch for so long. So you can see there's a lot of sentiment there for myself whenever it comes to the fact that I have that check mark on Twitch. It shouldn't be as sentimental as it is. I still remember though that moment whenever I got partnered and being in the car and just realizing like, I'm a Twitch partner. That's pretty cool. Feeling like I'd made it, like I was already at the top of the world. Like there was nothing else that would be better than that ever. And you know, two and a half years later, I'm like, oh, that's cute. <laughs> but this this goal that I had achieved after trying for so long was, it, it was such an awesome feeling. It built this level of belief in myself that I'd never experienced before. For the first time in my life, I was like, yeah, I actually can achieve the things that I want. And so I have a lot of sentiment to Twitch as a platform because of that. I love Twitch. I've spent so much time here. And even though I've been burned and hurt and and uh, made examples of and and I've 
had relationships that and friends that have completely left me and and there have been a lot of like negative sad parts about it too there have also been a lot of really happy times and twitch has shaped me into the person that i am today it's also given me the partner that i have so i'm very grateful to the platform for that reason but i've talked to you all so much about how you can't romanticize platforms and as much as Twitch has helped me, I know that I have to ultimately do the right thing for my business. And so I have looked through the Twitch partner contract and the Twitch affiliate contract recently with a few lawyers. Um, and based on what we found in those contracts, there is not currently a reason why a Twitch partner or a Twitch affiliate cannot stream on YouTube. So this might be different for you depending on if whether or not you signed a contract. If you haven't signed a contract, multi-stream baby, multi-stream all day and all night. <laughs> but if you have signed a contract, you still probably have the ability to stream a day a week over on YouTube if you would like to but you want to take a look at that contract. I'm not giving you, you know, legal advice or anything. I'm not a lawyer, so I can't do that. But whenever I looked at the affiliate contract, my affiliate contract specifically said that I could not co-stream, so I could not stream, well, I guess I should say I could not multi-stream. I couldn't stream on Twitch the same time that I was streaming on another platform, and also any time that I referred people to content that was less than 24 hours old that I streamed on Twitch, it had to be referred to through the Twitch player. So I can't just upload a VOD or a, you know, download a, a clip or something and upload it immediately to Twitter. Instead, if it's within that first 24 hours, I have to send it through the Twitch player link, which is something weird that's in their terms of service. So just keep an eye out for that because if you do end up breaking terms of service, they can collect three months of your Twitch check from you. Uh, that's for anything, by the way. If you break any terms of service, they can do that. So there's that for the affiliate contract. For the partner contract, the language is a little more vague. The affiliate contract language was very clear. It told me exactly what I was allowed to do and exactly what I wasn't. But the partner contract does not tell you exactly what you are allowed to do and exactly what you're not. And my lawyers and I theorize that this is because Twitch can't specifically tell you that you're not allowed to stream on other platforms, but they want to discourage you from doing it so they don't make it clear. And they do have very clear language whenever it comes to the same 24-hour exclusivity and the same rules for multi-streaming. So we know that the language can be very clear, but they specifically chose not to make it clear whenever it comes to whether or not Twitch partners are allowed to stream one day a week on other platforms. There is a little bit of contention with this. So me and my lawyers are understanding of the contract is that you as a Twitch partner are allowed to stream onto another platform, but it might not be able to be the same content. So if I stream video games on Twitch, I can't stream video games over on YouTube or another platform. The content has to be different. So as long as it is marginally different enough to be able to show uh, Twitch that your content is different on a different platform, that should be totally fine. You are still allowed to stream on another platform if you are a Twitch partner. So 
even if you grow your stream, you get affiliate, you get partnered someday, you could still have one day of live streaming over on YouTube in your, you know, content strategy. Do you want to do this? Is this good? And we'll get to the, should you do this as a small streamer? Should you stream over on YouTube? And here in just a second. Do you want to, as Devin Nash would say, quote unquote, dilute your brand by streaming a day a week over on YouTube and maybe removing one day a week from your Twitch schedule? In my opinion, yes. In his take on this, Devin specifically says that uh, the top 10,000 streamers did not become successful streamers because they diluted their brand by streaming on Twitch and also streaming over on YouTube. And while this is 100% true, those top 10,000 streamers did end up growing because they did something different. Twitch is always looking for something new and fresh, and anytime they find new and fresh content, it's going to take off. And you streaming one day a week over on YouTube could be a new and fresh thing. This could be a thing that some people used to get partnered, just like some people are using TikTok to get partnered right now. Or they're using, you know, myself and Harris and other people have used YouTube to get partnered. There are plenty of paths to succeeding on Twitch. There's no reason that this can't be one of them. But should it be one that you use as a small streamer? Let me tell you, my friend, this one's a little difficult. Because I think if you see someone who has, you know, 550,000 subscribers on YouTube like Harris, or even a small channel like mine, which just passed 35,000 subscribers, thank y'all so much, I'm so excited. So even if you have, you know, a, a smaller channel or a larger channel like us, we have a level of success over on YouTube that shows us that if we were to go live, there'd probably be people who would show up. But if you haven't been building a YouTube channel or all of your videos have, let's say, less than 100 views, you probably aren't sure whether or not people will actually show up for your stream. So it could be a big gamble if you've already got some momentum over on Twitch and you completely completely leave to stream over on YouTube, it could end up ruining some of the momentum that you've got on Twitch, especially if you've invested into those networking strategies like I talked about earlier. But if you do view yourself as being someone who wants to create more YouTube videos and wants to um, broaden the ecosystem of their content, then creating more YouTube videos and live streaming over there might be a really good idea for you eventually. But how do you get there? So if you're a small streamer now and you don't really have a YouTube presence at all, but you've got a little bit of momentum on Twitch, what I would do in your situation, start making a weekly YouTube video and use your Twitch audience to build up momentum over on YouTube by watching your videos. Tell them, tell every single one of them, like, comment, subscribe, of course, but make sure, yes, they are commenting on it and interacting, not just with you, but with each other over there. The more engagement you can build up on your videos, the more you can get people to watch all the way through them, the more YouTube will start to see that your videos are helpful and they're going to send them out to more people. After you've made a few videos, and this could take like a year, if you're doing a video a week, that would be 52 videos. That's 52 weeks in a year, right? <laughs> Something like that. So this could be quite a while. You have to be very dedicated to this, but eventually I promise you it is going to work. 
you learn more about YouTube, you start to create really great content over there. It might take a year, maybe two years to really start getting momentum for your YouTube channel. But after, you know, probably around a year, you could you could more than likely add in a day a week of streaming over on YouTube and boost your channel over there even more. So I wouldn't jump into this immediately if you don't have a YouTube channel at all. But if you've been spending a little bit of time focusing on YouTube, you've listened to myself, Harris, everybody else who's telling you diversify your content, get into other platforms, and YouTube is one of the platforms that you got into and maybe you've spent the last like six months creating videos, you might be at a place where it's time for you to experiment with it too. One of our students inside of Stream Coach Academy, she usually has like 40 viewers or so on Twitch. She went over to YouTube for the very first time, had 50 to 60 viewers, and her YouTube channel almost has 5,000 subscribers. And this is only, I mean, she's only made, I want to say like 30 videos. She hasn't made a ton of content. So her success over there has been absolutely fantastic. She's in the VTuber education space, which is super new but thriving, and it's been fa- it's been fascinating to watch her. She's she's growing, she's doing well, she's really she's trying new things and putting herself out there and it's really thrilling because we know that someone who is de- as dedicated as she is, they're going to make it. Sooner or later, she is going to make it. And If you want to make it too, it's really a matter of you being that dedicated. When I say make YouTube videos for a year, does that make you excited or does that make you feel bad? You know, you should be pulled to do this work, not feel that you are discouraged from doing it. If you really genuinely enjoy making content and this is a a place that you want to turn into, this is a thing you want to turn into your career right? Like you have the ability to do that. It's just a matter of sticking with it and getting stuff done. Execution over time is the most important thing you can do in this industry because honestly, most of y'all, you just give up too early. All right, y'all, that's the end of the Stream Coach Podcast for this week. Don't forget to subscribe to the show if you haven't already. And of course, apply to Stream Coach Academy so myself and my team can work with you at streamcoachacademy.com. You just click a little green button on there that says apply and you'll be able to go through the application. The process should probably take you maybe 10 minutes. We do really like to learn about y'all before we decide to accept or deny your application. So it takes a little bit of time, but it is totally worth it. And I can't wait to work with more of y'all soon. I will see you uh, in the next episode. Bye!